Hello, everybody. Welcome to Imperfect Allies. My name is Richie. And I'm Chris. And I'm very excited today. We got one more Chris on the show. My brother, welcome to the show, Chris Lunsford. Ah, so glad to be on here, guys. So glad to be oh, back. Man. You guys are up and running again. So regular listeners know that Chris uh, was on the show last year. Um, some of the, I don't know if y'all caught the candid or not, but we had a live taping, which we are live right now. Uh, and no one will know that unless we tell them. So it's, <laughs> it's true. Um, but if you join Patreon, you can join us live uh, each time we record the podcast. Uh, we'll put up a link to do that. But uh, Chris came and we only got to record about half the conversation. Um, and just to give you kind of a recap of where we were in the middle of that conversation, Chris Lunsford is my brother. Uh, we're eight years apart. Uh, we both have experienced and dealt with uh, childhood trauma stuff and things like that, right? And through the show, um, the show sparked in our relationship uh, kind of a renewed, I don't know what Chris, what you'd call that, a renewed just closeness, uh, got us every, talking more. Every, every rebirth of our relationship, bro. I don't even oh, know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. A rebirth. I like a rebirth. that. A rebirth. Relationship. Yeah. yeah. I like that, man. I like that. So what's going on now, Chris? Did you listen to our previous conversation? Do you? Yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I went over a lot. I think things are, you know, ten times better. I'm not in Houston right now, so that's fantastic. So it's always yeah. Good. That was a tough time too. Yeah, I was in really the middle, tough. like struggling. Yeah, going back and like listening to my voice, and I'm like, yeah, I sound so depressed. Mm. <laughs> I sound like my voice it sounds different. No, man, everything's going great, and I'm back in Dallas. Um, just, just listening to a bunch of different pot well mainly just mike tyson that's been helping out a lot yeah uh, yeah um you're on that journey to the toad right yeah well yeah well i told myself <laughs> as soon as i get done listening to all of them uh, i got like i think i seven or eight more left and i'm gonna go ahead and do that because he, he hasn't oh, been okay. active in over a month um but doing that you know smoking uh psychedelics i mean i'm 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 telling you man it's like game changing like i, I microdose almost every day and it's just like it's like being on medicine, but it's just good for you, you know, not like yeah. Ritalin and all this stuff, because there's so much just like, since I was four, like been on medicine. So I contribute right. a lot to that too as well, man. Um, doing great. Got a good, a good, a really good positive uh, woman in my life now, um, which I don't think I've had. I think all my relationships have been forced and uh, it's just been great. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Well, what, what brought you to that, that place of like, um, cause we were, we were always told and Beasley, you know, you probably, you're, you're a little bit younger than us, but I think you grew up in the latter part of this, like don't do drugs generation or whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, dare and all that stuff. Uh, Chris, what, what, what brought you to like, to the medicine, like plant medicines, I'll call them. Well, I used to smoke a lot when I was younger, but like mom and dad were like, that's the devil pretty much kind of like, it's, it's the end, it's the end of the world of doing that. And so oh, sure. I push that back and. Uh, you know, I was probably smoking too much and probably using it as more of a crutch than like as a medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, and then recently, I don't, I don't know, man. I, um, I just started, I went out, started seeing my cousins more out or my cousin out there in Oklahoma Val, and, you know, yeah. one thing led to another and I started smoking again on a regular basis. And it's just, it's just game and it makes everything manageable. Mm, right. You know? Yeah. You know, I have I have a lot of anger issues. I know that I've been working through in a lot for a long time, and mm -hmm. it's just, man, I I get a little irritated. I smoke a little bit. I'm like, 
I'm good. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm good. Gives you a little space between yeah. what you're feeling and who you are, kind of. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I think anger anger issues is a great is a great phrase because I have anger issues too. Yeah. And where where we are different is I turn mine inward, yeah. and you turn yours outward. Yeah. And so those both have their own complications, and they can call it whatever diagnosis they want. <laughs> ADHD or bipolar shit anyways, all that stuff. Well, I, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Just to help treat, but <laughs> that's a whole other yeah. conversation. But yeah, will, that, that's at least a three hour conversation. Yeah. yeah. I will say that I will say that we have found over the last two years of talking that our internal life is real similar. Yeah, it really Dealing, is. You know, it really is. It's, uh, like, like, you know, we said before, we're both two different, two different kind of abusive households. I mean, it's just, mm. um, but, uh, you know, but they've done like a lot of strides to, to be where they're at. And it's just, it's, it, it makes me feel good for me for the future and, and my, and the way I feel uh, that I can see my parents do things like that. And, uh, it's, it's been really good and, and therapeutical to watch actually. Yeah, man, for sure. It's huge. It's awesome. Yeah, I was kind of connecting, just you know, t- reflecting on the 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 anger issues and how we're taught to you know deal with them. And you know, most of the time, as men as well, we we might be vil- villainized for just having them in the first place. And mine wasn't necessarily in the home, but just like outside, it mm-hmm. just you know, society yeah. was saying that my I had anger issues, and I would get, I mean, I still get angry, um, but I learned to. Um, avoid them at all costs. And so most of my anger shows up when it's uh, like I've repressed it for as long as possible. Mm. Um, but it's it's amazing how the the peace and calm you can achieve with the medicinal, you know, marijuana or <laughs> mushrooms, psychedelics, like it's 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 such a calming place. And for those things to at least from my experience, those are criminal things. And I'm already being considered a criminal for my anger, but yet this yeah. one thing that could make me more calm is also criminalizing. It, it It just felt like, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But at the end of the day, it's about your personal health. And if it is personally help healing you, then who gives a shit what, <laughs> what people are going <laughs> to yeah. think or say or see from it? No, I agree yeah. a thousand percent, man. That's, it's, 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 it's crazy to see that. But I think there's a lot of places like where you're at right now is more, you know, open and legal. You got Colorado now that's legal, uh, psychedelics. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's coming, man. Like it's coming and hopefully it'll come quicker, but you know, I, I, it's just medicine, man. It's, it's stuff from the, from the earth that makes us better and heals us compared to this, these medicines where, Hey, you don't know if this stuff is going to make you feel better or not. I mean, I remember one time I was on medicine and it made me set a fire in my bedroom. I'm like, what kind of side side effect is that? You know, the only side effect I might get from either one of those is, Hey, I might need to go lay down or eat something. Like that's like the only two side effects that you're getting from that. And it's just so, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just watching Mike Tyson, I think was a big, big help with that, especially pushing into the psychedelics. It's just seeing him being this, just, just savage, which he had to be, to be, so he had to play that role to be, to get where he was, to be a boxer. Yeah. Like yeah. He had to have that, but like to see that and to be like seeing him into this, like humanitarian and calm and like peaceful. I'm like, 
and looking Nine inward. Day. I'm like, he's obviously doing something right. And those two things are the ones that are helping him do it. I mean, like, <laughs> like he used to, he used to love snorting cocaine and now he, he took the toad and he's just like, he's like, I don't even think about it anymore. Beautiful. Wow. How beautiful is that? They don't want it. They don't want us to have that. It's a one-time fix. Why would they want, they can't sell that. Yeah, that's exactly. It doesn't, doesn't support the financial gains that yeah. they're trying to keep pushing and, that's how our society is ran right now. And I, I guess I'm, I'm curious, just both of y'all's relationship with, with um, pharmaceutical medicine, like, was that a, was, was that, or let me put it this way. My, my wife, her, my mother-in-law has this connection to it because the age that she grew up, it was like a savior. It was, she yeah. always uses modern medicine, the, yeah, the, the miracle sure. of modern medicine. And so yeah. I'm curious if that was kind of the, the, frame that it was from your parents it was it was pushed because it's it's this new miracle technology that we have access to well i mean our mother she her whole career worked for pharmaceutical companies oh wow so she would do these giant years multi-year long fda trials she would be a part of that process from beginning to end throughout her career and so she really trusted modern science i mean that, that that's something that and I, I think I, I, I want to be careful when I talk about that stuff, because I, I feel that, you know, Chris, the side effects of the medicine you're talking about, I'm, I'm just getting off side effects of a medicine that I'm, I've been taking that I didn't want, you know, things like that. Yeah. What I think that I have found with my um, legally procured uh, use of legal substances. <laughs> well said, well said. Uh uh, is is I feel I, I have a little bit more control over what I f how I'm feeling. Like I know that I can get that separation that from an anxiety or from that anger. Um, but it also it also like will give me separation from my like ambition and drive. Mm. So and and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know we're both we're, all three of us are very very driven individuals. Uh, and so it can often feel disorienting in that way, but the, uh, we've just, I've just gone way, way far from your original question. Uh, <laughs> our, uh, our parents were very, very much, uh, pro science, pro, um, pro medicine for sure. Yeah. I think that like they didn't, it's not like they didn't have all the knowledge at the time, but, but they only had the knowledge that they had at that time. So yeah. And now that there's just so much more stuff out, I think that, you know, they, they did the best that they could for what, with what they had. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and no error. My, yeah. It took my grandmother before she passed a couple of years before she passed me to finally realize that, you know, and I think that's another healing thing to do is just like talking to your relatives and stuff like that yeah. and trying to reconnect. And, and, uh, you know, I think that, but they, they did what they could with what they had at the time, you know, but I, yeah. I think that by far, I think that, you know, mushrooms and, and marijuana are, are, are the future of fixing people. Like, it's just, it's just, there's no, I can't, I can't stress that enough. It's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's also something there, Chris, about being able to accept and appreciate as much as they could have done your, your, the generation yeah. before us. And I think, I think, yeah the psychedelics at least help me recognize and be grateful for where we're at versus vilifying the generations before us for their lack of whatever. Yeah. And I, I see that so much in our culture today, but I don't know how you feel about that. 
Yeah, I, I agree, man. And I, you know, like, and it's just, just the mushrooms alone. They, I, they bring upon a piece, like, a, like just like a, like a full peaceness. And I haven't really, like, tripped really bad. I've had a little bit of a trip, and then microdosing. But like, just it, it made me feel like, hey, we're all connected because we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can I be mad at something I'm connected to? You know, and that's kind of like how those have kind of helped me out and with my anger a lot, especially with random yeah. people. I'm like, you know what? Like one way or another, you and I are connected. Like it's like it, it's I can either be a, a, a dick in this situation or I can try to make the situation better. And I yeah. think that's really opened up my eyes to be able to do that. Yeah, well, I noticed this too. I was going to say, because I was, uh, I've noticed too, Chris, in our in our conversations in one on one where um, I've noticed a big difference in the amount of anger that you're dealing with has been yeah. become less and less and less. So like something crazy happened to you last week and you were mad, but it didn't take over your day or your, yeah. you know, your week. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, just like I called you uh, the other day about the situation. Yeah. Time I, was yeah. I got to work and I'm like, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I pulled this one individual to the side. I talked to her. I'm nice. I'm like, and I just kind of opened up. I'm like, hey, this isn't even like a work thing. I said, you like personally hurt my feelings by doing this. Mm. And I think by opening up and seeing it that way, instead of like getting an angry tone or being stern, yeah. I think that that the situation then corrected itself. And then that situation corrected itself with somebody else. Wow. Who's also involved without me even speaking to him. Now, whether or not they're being fake or whether or not they're doing it just because they feel like they're getting in trouble. doesn't sure. work the way I came at it. I'm like, that's, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. old me would have been like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm like, why do I don't need to be like that. It's extra stress. I don't need. Yeah. No, that's just cool. That it feels like you have a little bit more of a choice in what you're, you know, what you're doing and what you're, you're not just reacting from that place. Cause I, I mean, I, I have the same, but it just goes inward. I just, it just, yeah. that, that that thing of like, well, it's my fault. I did something wrong. I mean, it's all me, and I get sicker and sicker. Um, so yeah, man, it's great to see that. I think in both of us, uh, we've we've found some found some medicine. I think that's been helpful. I haven't gone the psychedelic route because I haven't found it. Uh, I haven't been able to legally procure it, and I also have kids and stuff too. So um, that's um, that's also an issue for me. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely going to be, it feels very much like that's in my future. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as these kids get out of this house. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, it's, there's research that um, psychedelics can move uh, neuroticism one standard deviation down. So like if wow. it's really high um, and this is science-based proven, and one standard deviation is huge, even though it's very small in the measurement scale, um, you can actually see those impacts in someone's life. And, you know, Chris, you're kind of speaking on it live right here. And it's it's amazing that something can be so powerful because it can move your one standard deviation of openness, reducing neuroticism, all these things that really make us more connected. And it's it's a shame that mushrooms specifically have a culture of that trip. Like you were talking about, you mm-hmm. haven't had really bad trips, but that's the, that's the, what do they call pop culture 
of mushrooms. It, microdosing is a very healthy, logical yeah. like dose. It's very wise to just take it's it like with taking, a microdose. It's like taking my medicine every day, man. It's like yeah, hey, I gotta take my medicine. I take my trilateral today for help my bipolar disorder, and it's right. just it's the same thing every day. And like it's just it's just I, it really it's just helpful, man. It's just you can go outside and you can go outside and in the right environment and go pick that and just ingest it. I mean, like you can't say that about this other stuff. You can't say it about Tylenol. I mean, you can't say about anything. <laughs> no, nothing. Everything else is touched by so many hands and so many different chemicals. And it's, it, it's always been unsettling for me because personally, I've never had a good relationship with medicine. I just, I didn't like it. It was something that I felt was an opportunity. It, Maybe this is just how racism feels, but like to me, it's like, oh, they're trying to control me in some other way. Sure, I've I've never been a fan of medicine, and well, luckily, I mean, my parents never put me on it. Wait, so 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 my parents, like we were talking, they were big, you know, supporters of that. Was your family mm -hmm. not a big supporter of medicine or that kind of situational things or? Yeah, that's what I I have to say. I guess my parents were the first defense because you know I only know what I was raised with, but those those suggestions were made in school. Like, you know, we have, there's these things that you can put your son yeah. on so that he doesn't have these outbursts and all these things. And my mom was very adamant that like, that's not going to be a thing. And, and I carry that even today with me and my wife, we have discussions and um, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, we always have to go with whatever her psychiatrist or doctor is approving, but I'm always leaning to less is more, right? Yeah. What was the bare minimum of a medicine you need to have a daily a successful day um and that's just i guess i got that from my parents yeah yeah it's just crazy everybody's just a product of their environment man it's just not, <laughs> not, just not <laughs> to see like, yeah you know like one well, end it could be one end it could be good and the other end it could be terrible you know? so, mm -hmm. i think you know as old as we get we all try to just find like that happy medium that helps us get by well one of the things that <laughs> I want to talk to you too about is um, this show. Can you talk a little bit about this show and, and uh, like how it's helped you and then how it's helped us? I mean, I've watched every single episode. The last one, the, the ambition, I haven't got all the way through yet because I've been so just, my brain is not even working right now. I've been so tired. But health-wise, like immensely, like I, I'm like me and my brother have always talked about things. We've always been kind of close. But this show is just kind of like fast forwarded it to like, <laughs> like we were, grew up together and we hung out all the time. And like, yeah, and I consider my brother my best friend now. And, um, wow. and it's more than, um, I don't know, man, it's just amazing how this was able to bring me together to open up my eyes that this where he's coming from to see where you're coming from and, and to have more and more like knowledge of things. Um, especially when it comes to the race thing, I can't express that enough. It's it, it's just it's just been compiled and compiled and compiled. It's something I've been told my whole life. It's one way, and then well, now here's some knowledge that that makes sense, and there's knowledge behind that knowledge, and then there's more research I can do. And there, so I think by just opening up that, it, it's been immensely helpful for me, um, especially how I treat people. Um, you know, I, like I've said before, I'm not wanting to hurt anybody's feelings or make anybody feel any less than, and, uh, I think it's really helped me out a lot. And, uh, even with my parents' relationship, man, like it's, it's opened me up with them 
it's done a lot of good for me, man. I'm really like thankful for this podcast. Man, wow. <clears throat> sounds like wow. I was fishing for praise, but I knew that was on your heart, and I yeah, because it's been the same for for Beasley and I too. Like this, this like this opening up, and it's it's like I don't know Therapy, what it is. There, yeah, <laughs> we're there. Yeah. We're 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 helping each other. Like what we're doing right now, we're helping each other. We're all getting something yeah. out of it, and that's that's the beauty of it, man. That's where. And that's where we all need to be more as a community, but we don't have that because a lot of people want to sit down and have this uncomfortable conversation because feelings are feelings are feelings are just repress your feelings, repress your feelings, repress your feelings, repress. Don't be sad, don't be upset, don't cry, don't be mad, don't no, that's not fuck that. Everybody has emotions. Yeah. And I feel like there's also people are afraid of what am I going to do with the information you give, Chris? Like if you're if you're vulnerable now, I have that over you or now I know something about you. And I think a lot of people are very afraid to open up around others for that fear. Yeah, because we've been forced that our whole life. We've been forced that with TV, movies, the news, Mm -hmm. media, social media, like everything. We've been we've been told we've been spoon fed this bullshit our whole life. And that's the issue. I don't I haven't. Uh, I watched uh, some documentary about social media and I haven't had social media in over a year. And let me tell you what, it's fantastic. I don't even watch the news, man. Uh, wow. I refuse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in that camp too, man. I, I look at the news once a month. That's about it. I can't do it. It's yeah. like, what's the point? I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, I remember you're getting stressed out about, I, I can't remember if it was the election or something Republican. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> okay. but I'm like, listen, bro, like, Unless you're out there on the streets trying to fix it, what are you changing, bro? Hmm. All they're doing is wanting to—they—they they want us to be stressed out. They want us to—they want to control us, and that's how they deal with fear and stress. That's how they get us, man. They divide us, man, in so many different ways. Whether it's yeah. whether it's whether how much money you make, or you know what, what your race is, your religion is. I mean, race is only four hundred years old. They always. Th- I think this country created race to define it. created that. <laughs> Almost. I mean, we were yeah. the first fully like, racist mastered country. Yeah. yeah. We mastered yeah, it for like, sure. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's all this stuff that we hear and this negativity, man. Remember, someone else is wanting you to know that shit. They want you to feel that way. They don't want that fear out of you. They want you to think that all white people hate black people or vice versa. Yeah. Or all, you know, this religion hates that religion or these class of people hate that class. No, that's not how it is. That's not right. Yeah. No. Especially when, and that's, that's what I love about, you know, imperfect allies is we keep running into just the, the, the clearest truth is that when you peel back the layers, the 1% is the one that they're showing you and truly the deep down, right? Like, I think it was our conversation with Chris Nye, the pastor out here, you know, and we were kind of challenging him on the church and why isn't yeah. the church showing up in certain places? And he was like, honestly, that's the one percent of the church that you're showing. But there's people always on the ground. Right. There's there's always that other side that isn't doing the wrong things. They're actually doing yeah. the right things, but yeah. it just doesn't show up and it's not as uh, nefarious. And so it doesn't make it on the news. Unfortunately, no one talks about it. No one's having deep conversations on it and it gets swept under the rug and it's so unfortunate but these conversations here are so damn healing and i'm, I'm glad that i mean I, rich again this this is a product of you reaching out and crossing over and and mm. now it's impacting chris and who else I, we don't know how many people um and that's just a beautiful thing i'm 
I can't believe it. I, we just sit here talking, but it, it's just really cool <laughs> to, to know that it has that kind of impact. Yeah. This is, how, this is how much I hate the news, and this is how much I know the news is fake. <laughs> okay. Because I, I know this person very well. Mm-hmm. So they're shooting at a club, a local club, a strip club in Dallas. And so it ended up in a fatal shooting. A security officer mm-hmm. shot a girl in a car. Well, the so the media just immediately ran with this. Well, a white woman killing a black lady, like it, it was. A, I swear to God, that was the first thing. The first thing. The first thing. Oh, he murdered. She murdered him, and it was just all over the news. Well, what really happened was because I've seen the video, and this is also a a gay white woman. So let's start with that. That's where we, we you know, people have labels. Um, mm-hmm. it, you hits her with her car. Mm-hmm. Runs her over, breaks her leg, breaks her ankle, and she shot her. Now, to me, that's attempted murder. If somebody's hitting me with their Revenue. vehicle, yeah, and it's deliberate. Then I mean, if I had a firearm, me, I'd do the same thing. But because it was a, such a, it, because it turned into a race situation, it blew up. There was there was people out there protesting, and come to find out, the people out there protesting were just doing it for money. Yeah, so it's like. I'm like, I don't, and I'm like, why are we even putting any of this on the, on the news without the facts? That's not what the news is supposed to be. The news is supposed to, it's created for us to have the facts. Right. And that's what just scares me about anything. We've gotten so far from that. No, yeah, it's not. Things are more complex than just, just black or white. Things are more complex than white woman kills black woman or, you know, gun shoots car, you know, or something in a car. But it's, but like, get the information, like get the information first. That requires us to slow down, and so much, and that's what I love about psychedelics as well. It's just it just slows us down, but we're in such a rampant, you know, cocaine speed, fast, get the information, whatever it is, instant yeah. gratification, and it's really hard to have a sound conversation when we're moving that pace. And this woman, and this woman had three other people in her car, mm. two shots, didn't hurt anybody else inside the car. Mm. And, you know, to me, like, and I know now, now this, now the security officer can't, can't work for two years. Now she's got to go get pins and stuff and she's getting in death threats and, and all sorts of stuff, man. It, Mm. it's just like, it's just like people just want to feed into negativity. Sometimes we got to break that cycle. We got to have these uncomfortable conversations like you guys and break the cycle. man. Just like Richie, uh, you know, we, we, we grew up in different households. Um, both of them, both of them are different, but Richie's breaking that cycle with his kids. He's breaking mm-hmm. that cycle. My mom and dad are later on in life, but they're breaking that cycle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what, what is the, uh, impetus? What's starting that? How are how is that taking action? I mean, I, I with Richie, I, 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 I don't know how he's taking action with that. My mom and dad, they're, they're getting help. They're going to, to therapy they're going to Al-Anon they're going like they're doing all these things they're getting all this information all these facts and you know my, my mom the other day Richie I apologize if I'm sharing a little too much but she uh you know we 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 had a family get together um and uh you know my mom comes up to me and is like Richie didn't make it she's like did I do something wrong my mom has never asked that question hmm. she's Not never in, Chris never it's never, I mean, and, and not to be mean about her, but no, no she no, does not. everything. She's very deliberate in what she does. And so everything she does is right. Mm. 
Dennis. And she's and I and, and it's amazing that she's starting to realize that that's not how it is. Yeah. Like we, bro. I I could be like talking to a customer, like talking to a, uh, anybody, and and I might offend them, and I didn't even know that. Well, well I, I did something wrong for them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. for my mom to think that is just mind blowing. Wow. Because it's never. No emotion, no, not no emotion, but don't worry, don't cry, don't do that, you're fine, you didn't, you know, like, all this, our whole life, mm-hmm. everything she does is right, everything we do is inaccurate or wrong, or however you want to put it, and it's just gone. And I will say that she's also, we're fourth, she's third generation Dutch, <laughs> or second generation Dutch, we're third. Yeah. And that, the culture that we came out, that her grandparents came out of, is very much that, is very yeah. much like we don't have time for emotion. We don't have time to do this. We've, we got to survive. Um, and, you know, and I, there's a story in our family about um, my dad's parents who also had, that, that was a struggling household. They were sharecroppers. They were poor. There were six kids or five kids at one time. They lost a kid. Uh, and there's some, at the time, the level of physical abuse that was allowable at that time. And um, my grandfather, uh, he's passed now. And so I feel like, okay, I, I can talk about this. Uh, you know, he was like talking to them when they were, when he was like in his fifties and sixties and was like, you know, I just, I just didn't know that you got, y'all loved me. And they, mm. and, and grandma Lunsford, uh, she said, we gave you genuinely, we gave you food. We gave you shelter. We gave you clothes. I don't understand how you couldn't, because right. for her generation, it that wasn't was a, it wasn't a thing to leave somebody, some kid out wherever. You know mm-hmm. what? We can't feed you. Sorry. Wow. You know, and it's really helped me. Helped me like kind of go back to what Chris was talking about, like not vilify. Or you were talking about basically not vilifying past generations. Yeah. It's really helped me see, like, uh, they really were trying. Like, you know, Inman was not hitting my grandfather because it was he loved it. He mm, thought that's right. what he that's what he had. Mm-hmm. He thought that's what you know that what that's what men do. Because that's every example around this, and I think that what we're seeing now is as we become more connected with multicultural, multinational, multi everything that those norms are not based on a lot of facts. They're based on sort of smaller superstitions or whatever you want to call it, you know, tribal knowledge, whatever. Um, and you know, the, the, the images of, uh, that I have now to, to show masculinity to my, to my children is a whole different thing. And, and Chris can give me the credit. I I take it. Hey man, I work hard to be the dad that I, I am. At the same time, I do have access to way more emotional support, financial support, spiritual support, whatever that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Comparing compared to your uh, past generations. Yeah. Great grandfather and before. So it's like, you know, with, with our parents, I'm just I feel I feel lucky that they have decided to to seek healing instead of digging their heels in. Um, I mean, mom watched, that, uh, mom watched a show about mushrooms, bro. I got it. Yeah. 
the Netflix, wow. the How to Change Your Mind. She yeah. watched the yeah. first episode. Yeah. Um, she also read one of the books, one of the my anti-racist books. She's like, oh. I'll read one. Okay. This is for Christians. This is an anti-racist Christian book. So you can, it's perfect. That's <laughs> great. And everything. Got the word she read it. And she read it. Yeah. Yeah. That's for Christian. <laughs> it's dedicated to God. So it must be Christian. Uh, sorry. That's a cheap shot. Um, cause I was, I've been there too. I was exactly the same way. That, and that's, that's another thing too, is I think I'm also critical of the Christian stuff because I was such a strong Christian. Yeah. Well, you were in a bad situation. I was in a cult. That guy, that guy was a scum. That, that was, yeah, I mean, sure. sure. I try not to speak. I try not to do negative anymore, but that guy was not. He wasn't good. That? <laughs> hey, that's growth. That's good, Chris. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Well, and that, I, you know, I, I feel uh, conflicted when it comes to religion a lot because I think I think with everything, there's balance. And I was lucky enough to be raised in a balanced version of mm-hmm. religion yeah. to where I have a healthy relationship with it. And yeah. every every time I hear someone who um, didn't have a healthy relationship, it always is this authoritarian, like the, the experience was so imbalanced. It's like almost where it's not the, re- it's not the spirituality piece that is the issue. It It's the whole structure and how it was done and, um, yeah. I think it's really hard for us, you know, language is difficult and it's hard to separate which parts of it was so, um, sinful. Right. But it sounds like your experience, Rich, completely sinful, no matter how much religion or Christianity they claim it to be, it was, it was wrong and, and misaimed yeah. and, yeah. and, um, it, it's just, uh, it just frustrates me. And this is kind of what Chris, you were talking about is we're products of our environment and it's, it's a big piece of it and being able to reflect on your past environments, make those changes. Um, but also trying to understand how that last group got to the, their own imbalance is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent, man. It's just, uh, you know, as long as you can figure out, look inward and figure out what you can do to change yourself and help other people change yourself. I mean, you're doing something good. I'm, you know, Mike Tyson was, um, I can't remember who he's talking to, Evander Holyfield, or it could have been Sugar Ray Leonard, I don't remember, but he's like, one of them was talking to her mom, she's like, you know, the only, like, you're making all this money, if you're making money, that means that other people around you that you love are doing good, you know, like, that means you, you know, he's like, what, she's like, when you were, when you were younger and first started fighting, $3,000 a fight, you were good, you're, you're like, yeah, she's like, now that's pocket change to you. You know, I think the concept of money is like, like I, I do really well. I feel like other people around me that I care about should also be doing really well. And that's mm-hmm. and that's looking, and that's looking at like, hey man, like I want, I want, I want love, and I want other people to love, and I want people to just to be doing good. And to have that concept is is a beautiful thing. And I think doing that more and more. It, whether it's just a little bit of money or, or, or a little bit of your time. I mean, I, I think that's just also just been another huge part of me just feeling better. Mm. Well, it's another thing too, man, is your generosity, your generosity specifically to, I know to your, your friends, but also your family, Chris, like I know that that has been uh, another big, huge shift. Like it's giving you another boost or another like healing well, I'm like, I'm, I'm working this job where like, yeah, I work at a strip club. I'm not ashamed of what I do, but, and I make good money. I'm like, well, I mean, 
yeah, I can go buy something nicer and nicer, but it doesn't do any, doesn't do anything mm. for me. Like it doesn't, doesn't make me feel any better. Like I'm, I got an eighty thousand dollar truck. Like it doesn't make me feel any right. right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, don't yeah. I drive it ooh and all for like a week, and I'm like, why do I, I gotta pay the insurance on this goddamn thing? Like, why, why do I? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like driving my old 2004 diesel truck because somebody hit my new truck. I'm like, I'm fine driving this. Like I'm just, mm. I'm good. Like, so I think that like. That's another thing that a lot of people get caught up in on social media. Like, I got to have this. I got to have this. I got to have the nicest shoes, the nicest car, all this stuff. And I'm like, fuck that. No, listen, like, wait, what about the guy next to you that doesn't even, like, can't even get to work? You know? Like, yeah. And that's your friend. Man, that's yeah. who should be helping out. And whether or not, and a lot of people like to take advantage of you. And, like, once you got to realize, like, what that limit is and, and where you know where and you gotta cut them off they're trying to do that but most people they just you know they just need help and i think yeah and that right now that's the only way that i can successfully help people right now is to do that until i want to you know be something different you know it's like a means to an end my job so yeah, yeah. but the, that gift giving and mm -hmm. giving what you have is is huge you know and chris this is the first time i've been able to see you and say thank you for gifting rich the opportunity to be able to come out here and be a part of my wedding because it was phenomenal and yeah, it, rich you were instrumental in making it a wonderful trip and week and and moment that i'm gonna have forever and so like thank both of you for making that that dream come true and you know that's a gift that keeps giving and and i i mean me and rich have had just conversations after conversations about the experience about rich coming out here like it's just a ripple effect that's going to continue yeah. And I, I just, I'm just thankful, man. I'm thankful for that, Chris. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And I, I'm not looking for any gratitude either. I just wanted to share. I just wanted to share that. I, I really do appreciate it, though. I just wanted to share that. Like, if you can, if you can help one person that day, I mean, you I mean you might change their, you know, change it. Like, yeah, like last night, I did not. Like, this guy's technically banned from my club. All mm. right, and and he's not allowed in. He ended up being an ass, but. He comes up to me and hugs me and said, my kid died. And Jesus. I'm like, and I'm like, well, fuck. Mm. And I know, I know for a fact this guy's already got, like, mental problems. And I know for a fact that, like, he's on the hinge of, like, probably killing himself. And I just let him in. I'm like, I, I hugged him, but I just let him in. I'm like, yeah, I feel like if I didn't do that, that something bad would have happened that night. And I just did it. And, I, and I, if people can look at other people when they're down at, at their at, or at their worst, and you're willing to give them a hand and help them out, I'm telling you, not only you're gonna feel good about yourself, but you're gonna you're gonna change that person's life. Mm. And I might you might only be changing his life for 10, 15 minutes, but you're doing something good. You know, like that's that's what we don't do as a whole anymore. And it's just kind of disturbing. So it makes me hard for me to be around people as a whole, like just being in that environment because it's always like, take, 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 take. Yeah. And there's just no give, you know? And it's just kind of like, I feel like that completely off topic for whatever we were talking about. Okay. No, no, you're good. You're on. Because, well, on. But what I was, it brought, yeah. what it brought me to though, man, was like the, the idea where people say, well, then I, I don't want to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. okay and they'll say i don't want to be taken advantage of at the same time i think yeah people will take advantage of you if you're generous but 
you can always set a boundary like, oh, okay, I don't I don't help them that way anymore. You know what I mean? And and I think we were taught to be generous, but I think we were also taught to be so generous as to give more of ourselves than we have have to give. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know, Chris. I mean, that's that's kind of the lesson that I got from the church and from family. Uh, I, 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 know, I think so, too, as well. But, you know, even financially, you know, I know mom and mom does has like a fear of being broke. She has a sure. huge she has a huge fear of being retired and being broke. So it's yeah. got you know, it's got, which I can understand and respect, but it's just like, and I love you, mom, if you're listening. Yeah. No, yeah. It, that takes me to, um, so uh, we were out somewhere one time and I'm pretty sure I got scammed, but it, it is what it is because the, the kids say they need help. And I was like, technically I have something to give. I'm going to give you some money. Yeah. And uh, they were so excited about it. And I, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a scam. But at the end of the day, it wasn't my job to feel as though I got ripped off as more of me to focus on I gave when I had something and what they do with it is not my business. It's more that, you know, I saw someone that I thought was in need and I was willing to be there. And yeah. What you, yeah. And you gave them something. They needed that. Whether mm-hmm. they're scamming you or not, that's yeah. something they need to provide for whatever they're providing for, you know? Yeah. So, and, 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 and I mean, you're still helping that, like you said, you're still helping that person out. And that's the beauty of it. You're, you're doing a kind deed and that's, you know, whether it's financially or your time, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, I think it's unfortunate that we don't see enough of that, but I will, Chris, I will say, um, and maybe it's just who I follow on social media, but there's about 10 accounts that I follow that they're all just like goodwill accounts. And like, you'll just see someone go out and they'll pick someone up, talk to them for a minute, figure out what their needs are. And then they give them those things. And it's, it's very rewarding to just, Fill yeah. your feed with some of those positive uh, uh, yeah. people out there that are influencing in that direction. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. That's what it is, man. We're we're all we're all the same. We're all the same one. We're all the same people, and you gotta, you know. Mike Tyson, he'll even <laughs> he's like, man, he's like, I got to the point where like, yeah, you want money? You want all right? You're on salary now. Go wash my car. Go get my groceries. <laughs> he's you're like, on salary. He's like, I love he's it. On salary. He's like, and I'm like, damn. I'm like, cause my he, bro, that you talking about somebody just gave stuff away, bro. That motherfucker gave his money away to everybody, man. Like that's yeah. Even when he was Mike Tyson knocking motherfuckers out, he was giving it like he was. Man, he's just a good human being, man. It's just good to see. It's good to see that he's gotten gotten through all of his demons and stuff, man. It's a really it's really a beautiful thing to see. He's truly a sweetheart. I'm I'm thankful that I've been able to meet him and feel like feel oh, his man. presence in person. And he's he's so dope. He's awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah, I love that so much, man. He's just so I mean, just just seeing him as that persona and like he's like, I was a fucking savage. I was an animal. I was a fucking pig. Like just not like, and he's not even saying it just to say it. He's like, man, this is what I, this, I'm, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> like That was me. Like, you know, and I've done those things too, as well. I've been, you know, I've done grimy stuff and mm-hmm. to see somebody like that and to see, to see him change and this, like, just, I, I don't even know if he changed. Like, there's a lot of people that always talked about it. Like, even when he was in that persona and he was fighting and knocking people out, that he was always that sweet just nice, you know, individual, like on, on, you know, and just to see that and just to see how he was just, I think, you know, he's, I think he was used, but that's just me. But, 
Mm -hmm. You know, to see that, and it's just, I don't know, it's just beautiful to see. And any of us can be redeemed like that. Yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, if he can be redeemed like that, and my parents can work on that, it means that so can I. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. no doubt, man. Well, Chris, man, thank you so much for talking with us today, man. It's yeah. really great to see yeah, you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate yeah. being on again, guys, and uh, keep plugging away, man. I'll keep listening. All right, cool, man. Sounds All great, right. Chris. All right, later, guys. Peace. All right, later. Well, I've got maintenance in my home right now. That's okay, though. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Doing, you're totally good. We're just real we're, life. <laughs> we're doing maintenance on ourselves, right? This, yeah. This yeah. Is actively maintaining yeah. each other. For sure. Oh, man. It's good to talk to him. Yeah. It's good to talk to him. Yeah. To, to see, like, to see the transformation of, of him has been pretty breathtaking. In the short and time, too. In the two years, really, that it's been. And, you know, he always had the generosity piece. He's never been a person that's not been generous. So he always had that going for him. But now, I mean, he's got he's got this other medicine going on and he's got this willingness to be open and vulnerable and talk about things, wow. you know, and it's it. Um, he, you know, he said he was my best friend. My wife's my best friend. But I mean, it's, it's really become that sort of like art with boys and we never were. Yeah, and that's because that, because we're two. I was I'm eight years older than him, man. I mean, he was yeah. a little kid most of my life when I was living there. So it's cool. He's just we're boys now, and and uh, you know when we first started this podcast, uh, I told you like I don't know if I have uh, a people or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember that conversation, mm -hmm. like trying to find my people. It just feels like more and more I looked, more and more I got. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I was maybe overlooking some of that. So. It's just really great, man. What are you? What about you, man? What are your thoughts on on seeing him again? And you know, I mean, I think it's, and I, I probably said this before. Like, I don't, I don't know what my impact is. I don't know. I don't look forward necessarily. I believe that I'm here to do something, but but I used to fantasize what that thing was, and it was so grandiose. And so, oh, yeah, well, it's really hard to see. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I don't know if I'm anything. I don't know if I'm doing anything. And mm. then to hear the impact of our conversations on someone so close to you and to then get that reward immediately return on investment when you're able to come out and uh, be one of my yeah. groomsmen, you yeah. know, it's just like uh, the, the real impact that it's had, the positive impact that this thing has had on Chris it's very emotional. Like I'm yeah. listening to you two connect. And I'm like, I can't be the one crying on the episode. <laughs> right. Cause it, it, this is their family. I'm over here no, tearing man. up though. Like you're it, it's in, just, you're in buddy. You're it's in, beautiful, bro. man. I it's mean, really cool. and, that's, and it's cool. Cause it, I felt, I felt similar when I got to meet your, your grandma over, over the iPad or whatever else and mm -hmm. got to meet your mom and, um, and your dad. And, and it was, I felt the same kind of thing, man. Like, Oh boy. And the, like, it's just so cool that we have the, yeah. we do, we, we're, we've had a, the privilege of being loved and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know that I think about that enough. I'm grateful for not enough. You know? It's not a, there's no reminder. There's no notification. There's no sound effect popping up yeah. on our phone that's or, telling us, Hey, you're loved. It's, it's, <laughs> it's telling us everything else, man, but it's not reminding us of the soul healing things that we have right in front of us. And 
So when I go do know. that Imperfect Allies app, it tells you you're loved. And you, you remember that, the thing you brought yeah, up? Yeah, I thought about that the other day. <laughs> I think I was listening to an old episode or something. It popped up. Yeah, and I was like, man, yeah, man, that would be cool because it's, it's there. We're, the people are around us. It's just not incentivized right now in any productive yeah. way. And I don't know. I don't know, but I'm glad we're doing it, uh, and I'm yeah, glad we're back to doing it. And, yeah, me too. Um, oh, I just, it's good. a it's a overwhelming in a great way. It's really cool. That's awesome, man. All right, but we'll take off then. Thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate your just time. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Um, just keep keep the questions coming, keep the emails coming. Uh, we love hearing from all y'all, and uh, hopefully, you know we. We are serious about if y'all want to be on the show, let us know. I mean, we'll talk to anybody. So uh, you may agree with what we said, disagree. There's lots of stuff today that we talked about you could disagree with right now. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about counterpoints the whole time, but I just <laughs> thought I would I would sit with it for what it was. And uh, so, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, Chris, peace. Peace. <laughs>